For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. Earlier this week, Princeton inadvertently released an update on campus COVID-19 testing. There are currently no changes to how often you should test. Off-campus, President Biden delivered his first State of the Union last night. It's Wednesday, March 2nd. Yesterday evening, the Prince became aware that the university's COVID-19 resources website had been changed, apparently indicating a major scale back to the community testing protocol. Between 7 and 7.30 p.m., the change was removed from the website. A university spokesperson confirmed to the Prince that the posting was inadvertent and no changes have been made to the testing protocol at this time. Meanwhile, with a record-breaking 110 undergrad COVID cases reported Monday, nearly 15% of all undergraduate students have tested positive since Valentine's Day, just over two weeks ago. Peer universities are seeing similar trends of increasing numbers, although their caseloads remain lower. Yale reported 122 undergrad positives on campus, and Harvard reported 183 in the last seven days. Princeton reported 326 undergraduate positives last week. You can find more coverage of the COVID-19 surge on campus at dailyprincetonian.com. Off campus last night, President Biden delivered the State of the Union, his first since taking office last January. He provided an optimistic view of the state of the country. Kicking off with an introduction to Ukraine's ambassador to the United States, the beginning portion of his speech was met with a lot of applause. Of note, Biden announced that the United States would be closing its airspace to Russian aircraft and characterized Putin's attack on Ukraine as, quote, premeditated and unprovoked. He also announced that he would be appointing a prosecutor to investigate COVID-19 aid fraud, as well pledging to end the opioid epidemic and assist veterans. State officials in Texas have started investigating the parents of transgender teens, purportedly for child abuse. This comes less than a week after Governor Greg Abbott started pushing for certain gender-affirming medical treatments to be investigated, which came after the state attorney general ruled that such treatments could constitute child abuse. The ACLU of Texas and Lambda Legal, an LGBTQ civil rights group, went to state court in Austin yesterday in an effort to stop one of the first inquiries against a state employee whose 16-year-old transgender daughter has received gender-affirming care. While it's unclear if Abbott's order will stand, doctors and families of trans youths have expressed fear at what it could mean for them as the lawsuits begin. And in response to the continued Russian invasion, nearly 680,000 Ukrainian citizens have fled the country as of yesterday, creating a refugee crisis in Poland and other neighboring countries. As more Russian forces approach Kyiv and Kharkiv, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky continues to advocate for his country's expedited admission into the European Union. University President Christopher Eisgruber released a statement on Monday, expressing sympathy for those affected by the invasion and condemning Russia's military actions. He also joined the President's Alliance on Higher Education and Immigration in calling for increased legal protections for Ukrainian international students studying in the U.S. At the community level, several petitions calling for action and standing in solidarity with Ukraine have been circulating over the weekend. On campus, the sky today should be mostly sunny, with highs in the lower 50s. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode is written by Theo Wells-Spackman, Hope Perry, and me, sound engineered by Jack Anderson, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Print. Our theme is composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Judici. Have a wonderful day.